Hey everybody, welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Yay! Network. Yay! I am Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Goodell. And with us is not Mark Warzeka. Yes. Because he did not go to SummerSlam, so he was ostracized from this episode. Yeah, he actually went back home to Michigan, to his childhood home, to see if he could retrieve some more WCW playing cards. He wants one <laughs> uh, with bubblegum this time. He had so much fun with that, he had to go back to Michigan to see if he could find some more. So instead, we went to SummerSlam, and we invaded, and we met tons of new fans, handed out flyers, made t-shirts, saw the show. Yeah, it's fantastic. Controlled, fantastic chaos. It was fun. Uh, it's the biggest slam of the summer, guys. Favorite match? What was your favorite match of the show? I'd say the dark match that happened. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, the oh, Mark oh, Henry Dolph, match. Uh, yeah, the Mark Henry. Oh, sorry. I think it was Sheamus was so bright that it made uh, the shadows cast that much longer. Yeah, because it was such a dark evil that won that day. Yes. Oh, Lord. Uh, the punk no, John Cena No, please don't thing. pray right now, Brett, during the show. The I know punk. you're such a Hogan fan, but Can please we, don't pray it, right now. He asked a question, and now we can't even answer it. Yeah, we went with the dark match. Okay, I'm saying that it was the CM, even though it was so confusing and they have yet to clear it up, the Punk-John Cena-Nash slash Del Rio match was obviously the most interesting. But just behind that is Christian versus the guy I just can't like at all, Randy Orton. Edge. Oh, oh, oh no, I enjoy There was Edge. that emotional sort of uh, conflict at the beginning between... Uh, what? I don't know why I made this crab yeah, claw. You're, yeah, you're doing your uh, incredible visuals right on, on a <laughs> I podcast. I made a pincher motion. I don't know why. But uh, the edge at the, uh, this is what I thought was going to happen with, uh, with Ooh, Christian Ooh, a prediction Norton. after the show. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it, you, can't, you can't discount these. Yeah, you can't. You can't stop it. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to come. He predicted it. Yeah, I predicted this, and I was wrong. But I thought that edge was going to come out there. And after we saw that he was going to try to make Christian sort of be like, hey, you're just a whiny bitch, and then he left. I thought that Christian was going to turn in the match and was going to sort of become a face again. That's what I was hoping. I think we all thought that a little bit. No, I know I me. thought that a little bit. I wanted him to be even more evil and spit on him even more than he already did. He did spit a lot. Like, he hocked a big loogie. Yeah, he did. That's the tough thing. It, it's easier to read that on TV than it is from where we were all sitting. I The shutters of the, his spine and his head, I was like, he is hawking a huge loogie right now. I said that to Scott. Yes, that, Brett was sitting in the premiere seats. I was, yeah. You guys weren't allowed up to where I was at. No. But Even you if I had us. invited you over to my seats, they physically would not have let you up there. Uh, f- true story. I actually tried to get into your uh, space of the arena that they had cordoned off. <laughs> And someone said, you should leave now. Like, it was, a, it was like a warning, and then there was this other guy coming over with a baton. And I was, was it like, A-Rye? Yeah, it was A-Rye. Yeah, they, they put him to work after his match. After he, the dark match? Like, they, hey, put on the, work security? Yeah, put on this yellow jacket and get out there, right? Do some good. Uh, and just to tell everybody, again, there's going to be plenty of spoilers. One, because this event already happened. So Spoiler. It spoiler, already happened, everybody. It already spoiler, happened. Spoiler. SummerSlam's but over. The spoiler. dark match, Wait, next year. Uh, the curtain jerk match was Dolph Ziggler versus A-Rye. Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero. And Vicky Guerrero. Which I'm sure Mark is punching himself in the neck over oh, that yeah, he missed Oh, yeah. She looked it. pretty fine, Mark. You missed mm-hmm. it. She looked good. And uh, it, was a good, it was a good match, and Dolph Ziggler won it. Uh, yeah. And that it didn't do much to further their storyline. Uh, that had to wait until, what, yesterday? What, Raw? I don't want to date these things. Don't date it. Don't, no. I wouldn't date this it, Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a fun opener. But no, uh, no more fun than the opener of white guy, black guy, Mexican guy versus white guy, black guy, Mexican guy. That I thought there was going to be a stipulation with that match, with that mm-hmm. six-man tag, where you could only fight your own race. 
Is that like ice cream flavors? Yeah. The, I Neapolitan. Thought, yeah. Miz <laughs> and Morrison Neapolitan. could only fight one another. It's I thought there was going to be a disqualification yeah. once, uh, you know, R-Truth would be fighting Rey Mysterio. I thought that was going to get thrown out. Didn't it, it turns out that wasn't the case. It was a melting pot of fighting. Oh, it sure was. Which is and cool. I know what you guys are trying to do to me, too, by the way. Uh, I know that the <laughs> viewers or the listeners at home can't see this, but... My chair is a little bit lower than everybody else's, and I think they're trying to do this as a dominance thing, but I'm not going to let it happen. Would you like me to sit on the floor with you, Brett? Will that make you feel comfortable? Yeah, I deserve a chair. <laughs> Brett's sitting on a child's uh, training toilet potty right now. Yes, <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. Well, SummerSlam was Please lo- use that if you feel so inclined. I will. <laughs> well, during SummerSlam, Steve left for a long period of time. Uh, it was which uh, we was, were sitting in a section with uh, with our sound engineer Meredith Spivey and producer and also Phil Ranta who's uh, here with us the president of uh, Comedy Podcast Network he was here at the show as well and Nambla oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> president of Nambla as well um, that part was a joke <laughs> but it was it was Phil and I sitting there for a long period of time because Meredith and Steve had left right when CeeLo Green started. I, uh, Which you said last week on the show that you were very excited for it, and now I look at you and you're a bald-faced liar. Hold on. In my defense, I was very excited to see CeeLo perform Bright Lights, Bigger City, but after that I wasn't interested in anything else he had to say. Did you stick around for that part? No, he did not. Oh, no, I saw Bright Lights, Bigger City. No, you City. didn't. You left. I saw the beginning of it, and then he started F you, and then I left because all the divas started coming out and dancing and his song had been completely butchered and watching divas dance in red dresses without wrestling, getting sweaty all over each other just wasn't worth my time. Was there a reason why you left with Meredith at that time? <laughs> well, guys, so let's, uh, <laughs> and for the listeners who don't know, uh, Meredith and Phil are going steady. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> they're an item. She's wearing his pin, his Nambla pin, Okay, <laughs> which keeps him from going back to Nambla. <laughs> Because if he didn't have his membership pin, he wouldn't be able to get back in. That's right. They would think he was a police officer. I just like to tell you guys because I know it was hard to see me from where oh, you guys were at. Uh, because you're such it, a huge John Cena fan. Yeah, I am. Uh, but in Can't the premium section, I actually left during the CeeLo Green performance as this well. This is true. In the premium section. I, there's no way I could you have met You had drama it. going on. You told us about this afterwards. Oh, I did. We'll get to that part because that happened more at the end. But uh, I didn't hear about this. I didn't hear about exclusive. this. Ooh. Exclusive. Yeah. I can't we'll wait get, for this. We'll exclusive. get it to it at the end. He's painting a um, picture. Yeah, I could go back to the negatives even from the beginning of the fact that they were super late opening the gate. And so if you had VIP tickets. So that hot dog you bought out did, front was cold. It was. You could not get into the stadium earlier. So like there was supposed to be a special entrance and we eventually did get pointed towards it to get us in before, you know, the regular people. But uh, it took a long time before that happened. But anyway, I took that time to go get uh, another beer and some food as well during the CeeLo Green performance. That is what I went to do, guys. I went to go get a beer and some food. Not for everybody. You did not take a food order. No, I'm... I bet you got something for your girlfriend. Oh, yeah, plenty of stuff. I, yeah, $45 in food. Jeez. I, I stood in line for 40 minutes to get a full throttle energy drink that cost 8 bucks, and they had to pour it in a cup. Oh, is that what you were drinking? Yeah, I thought you ordered a really nasty looking lemonade. It looked like uh, it looked like um, someone who was having chemo's urine. Like it was, <laughs> it was neon. It was terrible. The worst part was I had to go to the bathroom, so I went into the bathroom and I had this cup with me. Went to the bathroom, I held it up high, and then when I walked out, everyone was staring at me because it looked like I'd filled up this cup full of urine. 
Yeah, you were gone for CeeLo Green, uh, the Divas match, R-Truth and Jimmy Hart backstage, and for Brian and Barrett. You the majority of Brian of and Barrett. That was waiting in line to get a drink. That was insane. It was a real shame. I got the end of uh, Barrett and Brian. I heard Brian's new music, and I was like, I'm not... Who is this guy? It doesn't sound fun at all. I in liked the, Ride of the Valkyrie. In the premium section where I was at. I, I Wait, uh, where were you sitting? I was sitting in the premium section. No, yeah, they also like had the, a, they had a like private the zoo there as well, section? right? There they was had, a private uh, zoo up there. Oh, I actually, that's where they, you actually picked which small animal you wanted murdered for the feast later on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I waited in line during CeeLo Green and the Divas match and was comfortably back in my seat by the introduction of Wade Barrett and Daniel Bryan. That's actually coming back from that drink is when I went to try to find you. And I came out on, I thought I was at, at our seats and I came back on your side of the stadium and I was like, hey, maybe I'll see Brett. And I looked up empty seats and I was looking in the wrong place. You were over one. This was an exciting little adventure that wasn't exciting at all. Yeah. Well, afterwards, uh, after SummerSlam had wrapped, we decided to go and uh, see if we could meet some people. We'd already met enough of the fans, so we, we had enough of a fill with them. So we went to go look for wrestlers. But not to say that we didn't enjoy our fans. Oh, no. They were quite pleasant. There were very many uh, many nice people to talk to, but it's like, all right. One guy threw, uh, rub threw my elbows. full throttle in my face. He was like, I really enjoy the podcast. Splash. Because he's like, it's a comedy podcast and throwing liquids on people. Yeah, and he, say, he was like, physical comedy. He's like, oh, yeah. if I had a cream pie, put that in your face, right? Yeah. And then he just struck me in he's the shin in with his bamboo cane. He's been the Marx Brothers days. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, a good thing he enjoys wrestling so much. So we went to the Hyatt, which is right in the same center as the Staples Center. It's a whole big uh, Disneyland. Uh, if you don't know downtown Los sorts. Angeles, I'm sorry. If you don't know downtown Los Angeles, it's kind of like Blade Runner, but a little bit cleaner. But there's no people running around. Like it's not like a, a, a Hong Kong market with people wearing thrift store clothes. Yeah, when that thing shuts, it shuts. And by yeah. Hyatt, uh, Scott means the Marriott yeah. as well. The the Hyatt <laughs> is uh, originally how it was pronounced in Japan, I believe, mm-hmm. if I'm checking my Wikipedia page correctly here. Oh, is that? Yeah, that's what yep. it says. Yep. The Hyatt. So it was the Marriott, but we did go by the Hyatt at one point, right? Uh, we did. That was, that was the residences. The oh, Hyatt yes, residences. People apparently live there. Uh, I, did, I forgot my key, so. So the Marriott, we go there, and it's very upscale. It's very classy, and you can tell where wrestling fans are because they have their favorite fan shirt, and they look like, you know, a little lot. They have their their arms wrapped like burn victims. Mm -hmm. And they've been sweating, and they're holding their... uh, Replica uh, belts. And their uh, fancy chairs, as Steve is sitting on now his Royal Rumble 2005 chair in his own home. It's kind of my least favorite because it's uh, it looks like West Side Story. It is West Side Story. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Doesn't just, look like it's it. It's just strange. Doesn't fit really well. You're sitting on many men's faces. Yeah, they're looking up at me through you. Well, let's see. What do we got here? At least you he's a on a chair. I might point out. Yeah, it's a fancy chair. You're just looking at them. Well, no, I just wanted you guys. I think Chris Benoit is the only person not wearing a toupee. No, that's uh, John Bradshaw Layfield also not wearing a toupee. His natural hair. Uh, Rey Mysterio is wearing a toupee uh, over oh, his mask. On, on top of his mask. If it was over his mask. He would look like Cousin It or Chewbacca. <laughs> All um, of this is super interesting because the <laughs> listeners can see this picture that we're describing. Uh, so we go in there and uh, we see uh, a couple management uh, types. We see Kevin Dunn. 
who I think was drinking a cheese drink. Not to say that he's rat-faced or anything like that, but I think he was drinking uh, liquid cheese. Uh, <laughs> cheese we also <laughs> It was kind of like a, a big fruity drink, but it would be out of a carved bowl of cheese. Yeah, and it was in a little uh, container that was held above his head that he would just uh, kind of claw at. So we also saw uh, Pat Patterson. Yes. And we saw Second year in a row for me seeing Pat Patterson at that very same Marriott. So you could say this was your second rendezvous. With Pat Patterson. <laughs> at, at the a, nighttime at a, bar at the yeah, Harriet Hotel. <laughs> uh, and uh, we saw Big John from the original Tough Enough series. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like Vader. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Without the muscle. Yeah. But a big <laughs> oh, yeah, guy, a big red guy. He has a muscle in his neck. Yeah, he's a neck, he's muscle neck guy. Yeah. And then we also saw John Laurinaitis, yeah. the now famous on-screen uh, character. Vice President of Talent Relations. This is really funny. One half of when, the uh, uh, dynamic duds. Well, I, <laughs> right before this, we were watching wrestlers leave by their cars, and also a couple of guys were walking. One of those guys were walking was Laurinaitis, and he was still wearing his suit from the show, but when we saw them at the bar, everybody had changed into their pool wear. Yes, Laurinaitis <laughs> was wearing a... Like a, a salmon a, shirt and... Uh, uh, an orange hat and some... Uh, cargo pants or... Cargo no, those were shorts. swim shorts. Yeah, those yeah. were uh, really tacky swim shorts. Yeah, everybody looked like they went back, changed for the pool, and then went to the bar. But what was sad was the wrestling fans made Laurinaitis look like he was dressed like shit. Like, That's true. The wrestling fans were dressed way nicer mm-hmm. than Laurinaitis was. The suit... Uh, and uh, so we went up to these guys. Well, before they, before we went up to him, somebody came up to us and was like, "Hey, is uh, is Laurinaitis nice? Is he, is have you guys he, talked to those guys? Yeah, yet? is he taking, is he taking any pictures yet? Or? and we said, no, we haven't approached him yet. We were uh, sitting down enjoying a nice drink, but spying nonetheless. Yeah, we yeah, get in the lay yeah. of the land. You never want to. And we here at Curtain Jerks don't promote. Just going up willy-nilly to any one of these guys and talking Don't to them. Don't do will-nil. Unless you got the balls. Yeah. If they're eating mm-hmm. dinner or if they're engaged in deep conversation. Or if or they're getting like a that. lap dance. If they're getting a lap dance. If then they're... go right up to them and make strict eye contact. And <laughs> yes. when I say strict, I mean do not break it. You go up to You them intimidate you... the stripper yeah. giving the lap dance and say, I will take over now. Yeah. And you make sure that that eye contact is strict and it's a current <laughs> that is not broken. And I'll tell you what. I... I I know that you our cut listeners their, You can't... cut their food for them. Yeah. You put the, the mashed potatoes in your hand, and you put it in their mouth gently. Not disgusting. You don't smear on their face. Our listeners can't see a lot of what goes on, but just imagine what these guys feel when Scott and Steve approach them. I mean, I don't think there, there's two more intimidating-looking guys in all of the world, let If alone. there are, I will hurt them. No, it's yeah. because we are so intimidating that when we walk up to somebody, we make sure they remember who we are or who we could possibly be someday. And what we smell like. Exactly. We rub our scent all over them. Put our arms yeah. up in the air and helicopter. Just get all that <laughs> they scent everywhere. They are both looking down on me with rage right now. Mm-hmm. It's just so intimidating. Fury. <laughs> so much lower than so they are. Do you we... want a phone book? <laughs> a booster seat you're like short round in temple of doom two temple of doom references on this show mark there would be so confused dr jones no <laughs> put on the brakes uh so so uh steve uh steve is our rep he's a he's a uh swarthy and gentlemanly looking fellow i didn't find this out until the night of uh so he he goes up and and no, talks to Lauren what did you we guys... have we have audio from this oh that's true we we taped it so, uh, of what had happened when we talked to Lauren Knight. So, I, I guess we'll go ahead and play that Yeah, now. let's play it. Uh, hey, guys. Um, just a uh, great show tonight. Uh, would it be all right if we got a photo? Uh, no, not, not right now. Uh, 
you're i just saw you take a picture with that guy uh, uh yeah um look uh no more pictures with the guys tonight okay all right uh well here's a, here's a coaster you can listen to it <laughs> it's just a it's a cd look i'm trying to talk to these ladies all right uh, that's pat patterson and big what's his name Listen, my doctor only allows me to say 25 sentences a day. I'm about out. I sounds terrible. You also sound like you have throat cancer. Is it okay if I say you have throat cancer? I don't know what <laughs> cancer is. What? I'm sorry, cancer. Did I say cancer? What are these shirts that you guys made? Uh, it says Curtain Jerks. It's a comedy wrestling podcast we do. Listen, I, I'm, I'm sorry, fellas. I ain't buying anything. What is your, your shirt looks weird. Well, Yours is not it? the same as everybody else's. Yeah, you should recognize the tag team on the front of I my shirt. I can't read it. It's illegible. Well, this is the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. It's a really dark shirt. It's hard to tell. What of these guys on here you're related to? Oh, uh, no, I'm not related to Hawk. Oh, yeah, you're not related to Hawk. I yeah, agree. I know that. Listen, guys. Can we get a picture? To... Or, yeah, can, can we get a picture? This we, is... just, we do this podcast and we would like, you know. CM Punk ruined my life. He's awesome. CM Punk is great. I, think I don't he totally want made this. SummerSlam and Money in the Bank. I don't want to be a character. Go away. I really like your bathing suit. Yeah, I enjoy the pool. And that was what it sounded like. I I was I got petrified. Scared. I it was so petrified. I when couldn't we go, say anything because when we were at the table, you guys were like, "All right, go up, go up and talk to him, Steve." Yeah. And I was like, "What? I I haven't even had a beer yet," and I was nervous. I, the thing is, is except that for all the beers that you had during the show, that's true. I yeah. had been pounding beers during the show, <laughs> and I had a full throttle, so I was pretty amped leaving the uh, leaving the you arena. You had like had one of those caffeinated alcohol drinks before loco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> caffeinated alcohol. Beverage. I never touched him. Yeah. So it peps you up too much, brings you down too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B- but luckily, uh, our luck had changed. Luck. <laughs> Just had to keep saying luck. Uh, <laughs> Patterson uh, walks by later on. Probably had to drain the old uh, French Canadian lizard, as it were. Uh, he had been drinking for a while, uh, but uh, he, he was very nice. He was. Uh, we saw him and we 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 chatted with him, and he was very kind, taking a photo with us, took a look at our shirts, our new uh, flyer that's uh, on our Facebook page, and uh, was after the picture had been taken and saying, uh, "Oh, uh, maybe Curtain. next time I'll be on the shirt, huh? Curtain jerks, huh? I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk." And yeah. it, was, uh, it was very fun. That was it was. Cool. He's, a, he's a very nice guy. And then this is what was strange. We saw John Laurinaitis again wearing a different pair of shorts. Do you remember this? He, came, he walked yeah. back again yeah. and mm-hmm. past the lobby and he had changed his shorts. Uh, swimsuit one to swimsuit two. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think he'd probably sharded himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard it here. You, you heard it here first. On Laurinaitis is an uncontrollable sharder. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But Patterson, yeah, uh, a very nice guy. And we'll have the photo up on our Facebook page uh, very soon. Um, and then uh, that was pretty much our night's uh, festivities right there for SummerSlam. Fond memories, fond thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, fantastic. I thought it was really fun. Uh, the Edge coming back thing. Now, again, spoiler. You call him the Edge. I just said, actually, it was like the. It's an Edge. edge. Oh. It was like. Well, the, sometimes you edge refer to it as the or WrestleMania the, or the, the SummerSlam. I worry that you're getting old and you're slipping. Or the edge puzzle maker. It wouldn't make sense for me to go edge entrance was really cool. I would have to say (laughs) the edge entrance was really cool. What you did is you just cut into my sentence and tried to make me look bad. I do. It just didn't work. I feel Uh, bad for Steve because you do it so many times to him. Steve, you're you're an idiot. (laughs) 
Uh, anyhow, <laughs> that was pretty cool and unexpected. I thought it was... I, I guess to say it was unexpected is wrong. It was very expected, but it was awesome that he took the time to do that entrance and it wasn't just a, him walking in with Christian at the No, it was, I think it was... You could tell he was really energetic. He was happy to be there, but I was... For that being such a shock, what he was going to say, like because it was sort of weird because mm. Christian's such a heel right now, I was really hoping that it was going to change the match and it wasn't going to be sort of Orton being a Superman. Like it was a, it's a good opportunity because there was plenty of Christian fans there. I was, thought Edge jumping up and down, seeing the fans, I thought his neck was going to split snap. and, <laughs> yeah. and both like, arms. Don't jump! Don't jump! Yeah, what are you doing? You can't do this anymore. Wiggle it! Wiggle it! Hey, aside. you guys! <laughs> there was a lot of in-ring promos for a pay-per-view. Don't it started with one, didn't it? With Miz? Like, they just yeah, handed yeah, the yeah. mic off. There was, a, I, the, for, for one, that was strange. I mean, there was a lot of in-ring promo. Ooh, spoiler alert. Behind the giant awesome blow-up sign yes. are people in white bodysuits. And before the show... Flame retardant as yeah, well. Before the show started, uh, we were so f- we were to the left of the Titantron, and I said to Scott, I was like... That Wait. would be the right. Well, to the right of the Titantron. <laughs> I said to Scott... Hey, do you see that guy over there? And it was this guy <coughs> dressed like a giant white marshmallow. Like he had an entire white bodysuit on with a headset on. It was the craziest looking thing. Yeah, it was really bizarre. They were setting up the awesome inflatable sign, but also but, looking like, well, the pyro might go off and you might catch on fire. So we apologize for that in advance. So but we're going to come out here and take a couple pictures of you with our cell phone just because it's so crazy when you're in this bodysuit. Well, I had really enjoyed Nash coming out. I did not yeah. expect that at all. I was screaming like mad. That was a lot of fun, that Nash moment. Uh, yeah, I thought that was great, too. Did you guys have a lot? Because we, as being adult wrestling fans, I think we found that we will usually always... This I found this out when I was a kid, too. When I was a huge Hulkamaniac growing up, oh, I thought and my dad like pube thing. always liked Piper, and he always liked the bad guys. Okay. And now, as an adult, I can, I can see... That the bad guy role is the more fun one. So it's always fun to be like, and especially when the guys are really good on the mic, I always cheer it's for the bad guys. It's more entertaining. It's more interesting. But in the premium section where I was sitting, uh, there was a bunch of kids whose parents obviously did pretty well for themselves. Do you even so remember provide... the name of your butler in the premium section, Brett? Yes. Uh, God, what was his name? Oh, you are... I, so I tried polluting. to give myself somehow to... Oh, God, his name was Steven. Oh, his name was Steven. The pearl yeah. face of your watch is just blinding. <laughs> Can you put your hands but down? But all the, uh, oh, the overprivileged children sitting in my premium section were re- rooting for the Ortons and the Cenas, and anytime I would boo those guys, it was literally like I kicked their dad in the face. <laughs> and they would turn and they would stare at me like, what? Oh. No. And then their dad would be struggling from beneath you to like, yeah, hey, yeah. Mr. just let me get back up. Because I did kick their dad in the face. Well, and karma's a bitch, Brett, because your final drama of the night was indeed you not being able to buy a program. Yes. That is this, could this is be the... the most frustrating thing <laughs> that has happened to me uh, at, a, at any live event that I've gone what to. What happened? On the premium level. With of your Staples butler. Center. With my butler. And the butler chandelier Steven. that was yes. hanging above your head The as crystal well. chandelier was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But there was no place to b- buy a program on the premium level. I even went up to the, the uh, uh, merchandise counter. Oh, merchandise. Uh, yeah, no, right next to the Mongoloid ring <laughs> was a merchandise <laughs> counter that had little to no lines in it. So I very... 
patiently waited for the two people, whereas on the 100 level, I'm sure you guys had to then deal with started, a lot more people than oh, waving I didn't a stick of fire at them, merch. right? Counter at all. I'm sorry? You started waving a stick of fire at I them? I did, too. at the mongoloids. Ah, on the premium ah, level, ah, you ah, ah, to do that. Zena! So I asked this guy, I'm like, look, I, I have the money. I want to buy a uh, uh, you know, program. Yeah, uh-huh. you don't you know? fuck me here, buddy. Just uh, help me out. Yeah, I want a program. I'm going to head back to my seat. He goes, oh, we don't sell programs on this level. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, we only sell them downstairs in the 100 level. And Did you I'm slap them with your white gloves that you were wearing? I did. Dude, okay. you took them off. I, they each provide us each with a one of those uh, tuxes that just button down the side so you can put it on, <laughs> but then you can quickly tear it off as you're leaving. In case you go into the bathroom where you have to yeah. take a shit, you don't want to get those tails yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to ruin that. So I, You don't want to be a sharder like Laurinaitis. You yeah, got to rip yeah. that off. He's like, yeah, you could have gotten one at the beginning or you'll just have to wait for the end. And I, it wasn't his place for me to vent on him like this. But I was going to say, well, if the doors would have opened up at the time that they were supposed to, maybe I would have been able to have the time to get, you know, a program before I came up to the premium section. And so what this guy do uh, when he was done swallowing his own teeth? Uh, He quietly (laughs) dropped to the ground. And then I went back in to watch the rest of the event, knowing that I was just going to try to get one at the end. Leaving a single bloody footprint as you go. Yes, that eventually dissipated to where you couldn't tell what section I went into after exactly. that, which is why I got away with it. Yeah. But I thought about, and I told Scott this later in the evening, I thought about texting one of you guys and just saying, well, one of you, the next time you're out, just grab a pro- program, because I was afraid they were going to run out. But I didn't do it because you guys weren't in the premium section, so I already felt like you may not have had the funds to do it. Well, I should point out that even though the lines were very long for the merch table that we were at, we were too busy trading cigarettes and trying to not get butt fucked in our <laughs> section so that yeah. we could survive and enjoy summer. It didn't work out for me, guys. <laughs> so I didn't you do it. You disappeared during that scene on yeah. CM. No, I was just below my seat getting butt fucked. <laughs> Man, they've got to do something about those bleachers. It turns it into a metal prison. Speaking of butt-fucked, segue. Here we go. I'm doing it Mark style. Chris Masters was released recently from the WWE. Talk about getting butt-fucked. Outrageous. Completely outrageous. As CM Punk put it on uh, Raw a couple weeks back that... A guy who's been trying to get better over the past year, and you just cut him loose. And and on uh, superstars, I don't personally watch superstars because Do you I publicly don't, watch it. I Will you go well, to I don't a large, think I get uh, WGN America, so I don't even think I could. But watch this is it only if from the premium to. section of your couch that uh, you watch. In the premium section of the Staples Center, they were just airing past episodes of superstars. It's <laughs> the uh, only place you watch it. Uh, but he was on there almost every week in some sort of a match, and it, that's weird that a guy that's on TV that much got released. Kozlov as well. I, I like. I really like that video that I saw. The one yes. that he was at Axis. Chris Masters released a video while at SummerSlam Axis. He invaded SummerSlam Axis and uh, was talking to fans about him being released and how unfair it was and what do you think about it. And uh, basically reaching out to the fans. And so we are now reaching out to you, Chris Masters, and to our fans, the Curtain Jerk fans. Here is the Curtain Jerk's master plan. The first thing is that Steve Sears thinks he can break the master lock. You know what? I do, too. And Scott Narver thinks he I'll can take, break the master I'll, lock. I'll, I'll, I'll try and break the master lock. Will you try and break the master lock, Brett? If you, one of you two break out of it, then I will, bre- I will break out of it. Okay, that's a challenge right there, Chris mm-hmm. Masters. Come on the show, and we will break out of your master lock. Steve and I believe we can take the master lock challenge and defeat you. Hey, Chris, if you're listening, it's really a shame that Olympus Juice closed down on Sunset. It was a pretty <laughs> cool place. Uh, he also said he will wrestle for food. I got some food. I got some of that JR's uh, main event mustard left over still. Still? Yeah. 
That stuff I, keeps. It keeps real good. And, and I'm it's, all, it's almost gone. It's we'll good. order some more if you want to come here and uh, wrestle one of us for some food. <coughs> and that's another challenge right there. Hey, if you want to come on the show and talk about anything that's going on, mm-hmm. we ask our fans to uh, tweet Chris Masters at WWE Master P. His Twitter name again is WWE Master P. And at Facebook, you can find him at facebook.com backslash the dot masterpiece dot Chris Masters. Find him there as well. Bombard him. Tell him he needs to show up on Curtain Jerks. I think it'd be interesting to have him be just speak his mind because him off the cuff like that at Axis was probably, I think he was the funniest I got, I've got to see him. Like he was really entertaining. And it seems like yeah, he's always sort of Yeah, all these guys are fantastic when they don't have to follow the script of the writing yeah. staff. Yeah. You know, it's like these guys should be a lot. In the 80s, they let these guys say what they wanted. And only the guys that couldn't speak were the ones that were under these real strict guidelines. Nowadays, Bam, they take, manager. Boom. Yeah, bam, manager. Boom, bam. Definitely. Boom, bam, Nowadays, boom. Nowadays, they'll take a guy All who, right, buddy. Let's get you a manager. Uh, in his boom, own boom. right would <laughs> bam, be boom, very boom, funny. Boom. And they make him, they they castrate them with writing. Well, Chris Mordesky. Strong words. Strong yeah. literary words. Chris Mordesky, I, I know you live out in L.A. We are comedians that live out in L.A. Come to our show. It's an easy drive. We'll come to you. We can make this happen. So, fans, we ask that you talk to Chris Mordesky and flood him. Flood him on Twitter. And next pay-per-view that comes in town, I will buy him one premiere ticket to Whoa. sit with me. Oh, in the premiere sure? section. Yeah. Premiere? Wait, are you still going to go with your girlfriend or are you going to go with Chris? I will let Chris go with my girlfriend. Oh, whoa. Oh, 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 I take that back. I oh. probably shouldn't say that. You guys going to go? <laughs> Unless you're on the show, steady? Chris. Oh. <laughs> Uh, also, recently, uh, speaking of Twitter, oh, segue again. I'm oh, getting man, good at you this. Are good. Matt Hardy tweeted. Matt Hardy tweeted, "I'm ready. It's time for me to get back in the ring. I'm gonna train my ass off and get ready for the day, wherever it may be. Preach." But SummerSlam was sold out, and he couldn't get tickets. <laughs> What's what day? I wonder what day he's talking. Hey, about. where? Uh, whenever. Any day. That doesn't matter. It, it could be a Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. Do you think he's ready, guys? Do you think Matt Hardy is ready? I don't. I think that they, the last directive I heard is that they both guys would have to go to rehab before they ever wrestled in TNA. Man, why do they got to go to rehab? They sober up when they have pancakes at a pancake house. You don't need to. No, that's where you sober up after a long night of partying. They don't sober up, apparently, when that happens. I think Impact Wrestling's missing out. They should have a rehab match. Uh, How what other would that work? Point to bring match? up. The uh, Jim Ross uh, was a game game time decision to put Jim Ross off the announced team and backstage twittering during the event. The game time decision was to put Booker T out there. How did we feel about that? I think it was the right move. I would have preferred uh, Michael Cole was put on Twitter. I absolutely would have hoped that Michael Cole was put on it. But like I did, I got to tell you, I got excited like a kid when Booker's music came on. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Me too. Uh, but w- out of those three guys, why is Jim Ross the one in the back twittering? Well, it's the same reason he's not talking on Raw. It's they want him around so they can say they have the credibility. It's like, hey, guys, we got Ross. Jim Ross is here. Uh, don't talk to him. Please don't talk to him. Please don't engage any sort of contact with him. And don't. just keep making fun of him or doing other things. But See, the problem is when I watch Raw now with Jim Ross on it, I often find myself looking at the wall and not the TV screen. But when I watch SmackDown, I'm always watching the show because Booker T is telling me, look at this right here. <laughs> and I'm always watching. I've, I'm I've always watched, I have remembering, like, I got to look at I've the show. I've watched SmackDown with you, and you have hurt your neck. You've spun it around so quickly to look mm-hmm. at the uh, at the SmackDown. Yeah, I'll try one of these days, you will actually see a sidewalk slam when he calls one. 
<laughs> that's a sidewalk slam. No, that's an Alabama slam. Nope, he walked into the ring. <laughs> uh, WWE 12, the new video game coming out, has announced their roster. So there's some new additions to the roster. You know, you're, you know, you have your runover guys. New like eerily, Christian kind and- of a SummerSlam preview too, to say that some of these storylines that st- that are starting here at the biggest party of the summer are going to live long enough to where they'd be part of the game for oh, next year. Oh, to correspond. Cool. So, mm-hmm. go ahead. So, uh, so you know, you got your regulars, your Triple H, your Undertakers. Uh, you guys interested in buying this game so far? I, you, right. intrigued? I would have bought it. Okay, you anyway. would have bought uh, it already, I'm not, I'm not convinced. Okay, well, I, there's, I, I new... can, yeah, there's plenty of games I get with Big Show, Triple H. Yeah, well, okay, well, listen Name to another this. one. Some new additions. Uh, SmackDown versus Raw, or SmackDown 1. Well, you wouldn't buy those, though. I you? bought SmackDown one. Oh, well, see, you have it. SmackDown two. Can't sell them on it so far. So let me let me see if I can try. Uh, Husky Harris, oh. Sin Cara, Whoa. Mason Ryan, Ezekiel Which Jackson. Which Sin Cara is in the game? Uh, oh, the uh, the real Sin Cara. I Not believe. the heavier you would have to guy? create your own fake Sin Cara. Okay, well, they make a template. I don't know if you guys really did know that. I but heard that other that other Mexican this. wrestler that they've hired that's in developmental. They put him in the Sin Cara gear and had him wrestle. Last week, I thought they sandblast Rey Mysterio. They could they have just sandblast all the tattoos He's off much him. Much heavier. Well, then you also have to stretch them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Okay. Oh uh, well. If are you are you sold yet? Nope. I I said Mason Ryan. No, you're still not sold. Uh, He's really big. God, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I like those big guy wrestlers. So there's, we don't get a lot of them. We'll also announce are there some legends, some some uh, repeats here. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Edge. Mr. McMahon, Eddie Guerrero, Ricky Steamboat, Legion of Doom, Vader, Booker T. You had me at Vader. Kevin Nash. Uh, there you go. And here's where I'm sold. Demolition. Axe the real Legion of Doom. Yeah. As I was taught by the WWF to believe. <laughs> so I am conditioned that way. I love Demolition. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. In uh, the letter. premium <laughs> section, we were actually privileged to be given that roster on an autograph silk. That I was able to take home by your butler or who? Oh, yeah, Stephen printed we, it out in calligraphy on a piece. Wait, of Should silk. we roll up this scroll now? This uh, please do, because yeah, Jr. had tweeted on it. <laughs> it's got a little bit. There of you are, you son of a bitch. I hope yeah. you like it. There you go. Uh, Stephanie McMahon's back too. I know it's too and late her to front, get right? I won't wash that hand. Oh, oh boy. Sexually speaking. Man, that was, when he said, I know where that hand's been, whew, that was just dirty. Mm-hmm. Dirty. That little uh, kid in front of me, I don't think he knew. So we explained it to him. We, yeah. We uh, we broke out the uh, Blackberry that I have and just showed him some pictures and like, see? Up to her elbow. Mm-hmm. In the premium section, they had iPads in front of all the seats. So the kids were uh, one or two. to. Uh, two of them. Yeah. No, iPad one or two. Look I, at this guy. Two <laughs> iPad twos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I'll have the tiger cut its head off. <laughs> um, also, uh, one little last bit of news here. Did you uh, hear about the wellness suspension? Uh, yeah. Did you, Steve? Uh, the referee? Yes, the referee Mike Kyoto and Andy Levine both suspended for 30 days for... Uh, for uh, I wonder if Levine is done. You know what I mean? What, do you think they were relaxing? You think he's strung out? You think he can't go make it through? I'm saying that this could be super detrimental to him because I could seriously see the WWE severing all ties with him right away because he was in developmental. He has a lot of exposure. They were pushing him a little bit. 
already. And they don't want to see him come back and be super small. They don't want to see him come back yeah, and just yeah. not have that definition anymore. So if he's not committed to really drugging it up, then he's going to be gone. Well, see, I'm really concerned with Kyoto. Um, if he's on coke, he could be counting the pinfalls way too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audience biased. won't even be able to keep up with you. Yeah, it could be one, two, three, and the, the, that's it. And Nobody had like, a fair what? shake. And if he's and on if he's, roids, when he is counting the match, he one, two, his hand goes right through the ring. Mm-hmm. Or his, or his bones ring. just go right through his hand. There's all sorts of repairs. If he's on weed, then it's... Oh, that actually no. kind of sounds like <laughs> salvia <laughs> or nitrous. Was that? You have more experience with uh, this. I know you failed the uh, wellness policy I several did. times. That's why I'm even d- trying I'm to get the, into the event. Yeah, I'm at the current weight I am at right now. Uh, well, how much do you weigh right now? Uh, I think I'm a smooth 120. You just looked down at your man boobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris I'm sorry. Masters. Uh, 1,200. I'm about Chris 1,200 Masters, pounds. your opponent for the Master Lock Challenge. One is 120 pounds, and I'd say one is approaching 126. <laughs> Yep, I'm I'm hoping. I had some pizza today. <laughs> All right, so hey, uh, don't poop. Hold on to that weight. Hold on to that pizza weight. You got it, Coach. That's <laughs> yeah. almost the. I think that's the third poop reference you've made. So your comedy's getting much classier as we go along. This show? Yeah. What were the other two? We'll have to play it back, but we'll do it on our own. All right, uh, real, real to real. Bring it back. <laughs> Uh, so that is it for this episode of Curtain Jerks. The uh, SummerSlam Spectacular. SummerSlam Spectacular, and indeed it was. And we will invade more pay-per-views in Los Angeles soon, or maybe in a town near you. So we'd like to thank Phil Ranta, our uh, president of NAMBLA and uh, of Comedy Podcast Network. Please go to our Facebook uh, page, facebook.com backslash Curtain Jerks, and our urine. Twitter page, facebook.com. Full throttle looks like urine. <laughs> backslash Curtain Jerks. And... So it and begins. The Curtain Jerks Master Plan. Start assaulting Chris Masters and tell him to get on Curtain Jerks. I have been Scott Narber. I've been Steve Sears. And I've been Premier Seated Brett Cannell. And we will continue to be. Thank you so much for listening. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.